This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Good afternoon, Grey Power, Hastings and District and Radio Kidnappers listeners to this program this afternoon. This afternoon, Ron Wilkins, the president of Grey Power, is talking with James Whitaker from ACC Prevention, and unfortunately he's not in the studio with me, but in that beautiful city called Wellington. Uh, good afternoon, James. Can you hey, just... Can you just uh, give us a brief breakdown of how long you've been with ACC and uh, then you can go on and explain what ACC Injury Prevention is all about, mate. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, firstly, it is a beautiful day here in Wellington. I can put the phone up to the cicadas if you want. Um, It's been Hawke's Bay-like here for a few days in a row now and and I'm loving it. Um, and I do wish I was up in your studio because I, I love surfing around Tiawonga and up at Mahia, a little bit further north, and a few other secret spots as well. So um, I've worked at ACC um, for a while now, um, and it's my second time working there. I used to work for ACC way back at, um, between 2003 and 2006, and um, both of these times I've been working in the injury prevention area. And what that means is um, ACC invests around $80 million a year in a wide range of things that aim to reduce injuries because 90% of all injuries are preventable. So, you know, why not prevent them? (laughs) We don't do that alone. Um, We work with many individuals, community groups and large organisations that recognise the value in in preventing injuries as well and keeping their people safe. And um, we help them to help others. And I can give you way more examples of that work later on. Um, I thought it might be quite handy for your listeners to get a bit of context. Um, So I might kind of start at the top level, like, you know, national level, and give a bit of information, and then we can get really down to detail after that. Does that sound good? That sounds excellent, uh, James. So you fire ahead and tell us um, uh, what you're going to. Okay, cool. Well, um... I didn't realise this until I started working for ACC recently again. Um, ACC receives over 5,000 injury-related claims a day from New Zealanders. Um, That's over 2 million claims a year. So to give that a bit of context, you know, there's just under 5 million people in the country and ACC receives over 2 million claims a year. Um, around 97% of those claims are approved and result in support from ACC. So ACC is helping millions of New Zealanders in many, many ways. Um, financially, these claims cost New Zealand society billions. You know, people pay their ACC levies and will need to do so if these injuries are going to keep on happening. Um, but money's not the only way to look at things because injuries cause a huge range of other costs to society and a whole lot of trauma as well. And um, that's not just for the injured person. You know, if I get injured, there's flow-in effects because I've got people who rely on me. I've got three kids. Um, Two of them have boyfriends as well, and they rely on me from time to time. I've got teammates. I've got workmates and and other people that I'm connected to. And um, 
if I'm you know injured um, and seriously injured, they're going to be really concerned. But there's also a whole lot of flow-on effects as well. Anything I would usually do, other people are going to need to do it, and and they might not do it as well as me, you know, <laughs> or as well as you, or as well as your listeners and stuff. So it pays to think of things that way. So. So that's the New Zealand picture. We get about 2 million claims a year. It costs the country billions, but we shouldn't just look at things financially because injuries cause so much trauma. And um, ACC is here to help people who need us, like anyone. It's a a no-fault scheme, so you're covered, but it's just way better if those injuries don't happen in the first place. Right, so I, that, that's the natural, the national picture for you. Yeah, excellent, James. Yeah, and I personally uh, know the impact, which is my next question. I'm going to ask: in, impact of being injured. Yes, I know the impact. What what happened to me back in '92 when I fell off a roof and broke my back. So I know where you're coming from as a family man, because I was also involved there, and the stress and the trauma and the after effects. So just um, you can you elaborate um, on your involvement on prevention of this type of injury? Sure. So. Like I said, um, there's many ways that injuries impact other people. Um, I've put my back out in the past, and one of the first things I thought of was, I'm no longer going to be able to like lift my daughters up and, and have fun with them on the trampoline and take them surfing and, and you know a whole lot of things that they enjoy. A mate of mine, he lost his hearing for a while. Um, he was so worried he'd never be able to hear his kids, you know? Um, <laughs> The flow-in effects are huge. Um, So ACC doesn't want these injuries to happen in the first place. Neither do sports clubs, employers, community groups, police, and lots of other people who are out there to try to reduce injuries. So what we do is we recognise opportunities to intervene and do something positive in order to reduce injuries. And we do that in a number of contexts. So we've got some injury prevention programs in um, different types of sports, like organised sports. We've got um, road safety programs that are specifically aiming at um, younger drivers and motorcyclists. Because even though they're only a small proportion of the road users, over a third of all serious injuries and deaths on the road involve either a motorbike rider a young driver. So that's an area that's worth investing in. Uh, We also invest in workplace programs as well to reduce workplace injuries and we do a range of other things. We've also got an ongoing advertising campaign that just started under a year ago and that's encouraging the public to have a hymn. And what we mean by have a hymn is no matter what you're doing, take a second or two to step back, assess the risk first before you get stuck in and then you can do it safely and you keep on doing the things you love. That so is correct. Is, is that helpful enough? Like, no, that, that's excellent because, uh, as I said to Damien, had I not been a tight ass uh, and... Um, <coughs> Um, got a cherry picker before climbing up on the, the roof. I wouldn't have slid off the roof and oh. landed onto my barrow. So this is oh, your, oh. what you're talking about: better understanding, on, yeah. and and also um, you know, that covers the home handyman safety protection. Hundred oh, percent. 
So um, we could sort of just go on to that now. What are your um, ideas to help the home handyman that wants to do a modification to his home like I was doing back in 92? Well, I'm not going to give you specifics to do with every DIY project people get stuck into, but the most useful thing for people to do is just slow down a little bit. Don't take any shortcuts at all because it's not worth it in the long run and remind yourself about the safe way to do things. Because most New Zealanders who like a given sport or have a particular job or who actually have the skills to do something in their own home, because I'm not a builder, I'd get a builder to do it for me, but if I knew how, I'd do it myself. If you've got those skills, there's a really high chance that you know the safe way to do it. And you might end up becoming injured if you do take a shortcut, you do feel a bit pressured, and you just want to get stuck into it. So the most important thing for people to remember is take a step back, have a bit of a hum, you know, a reflective moment, and then do it safely. So in other so words... Um, example of the letter, you know? Yeah, that's right. It's going... worth getting the cherry picker. That's right. And as I was just going to say again also, uh, get scaffolding rather than have a ladder and then lean over oh. just to get that last foot of painting oh. of the spouting instead of climbing Hopefully. down and then remounting yeah. your ladder. So I can see uh, plan appropriate and intervention is one of the basic goals. And if your job is oh, a few ladder tips, if it is um, safe to do with a ladder, make sure it's a sturdy ladder. You know, have three points of contact on it, and don't go up over that top rung or anywhere near it. And the other thing is, don't overstretch. You know, if you lean too much up or across, that's when something's going to happen. Eh? You know, you can just you can see it coming. So basically, if you can see it coming, you can prevent it from happening. You know, right. take that step back. All right. <laughs> Now, just uh, you mentioned on the driver licensing, especially motorcyclists and the young teenager going for their license. Um, yep. There's the older people, and of course, Grey Power's very involved in this with the cognitive um, driving test, uh, where the doctor asks the uh, over 80, 82, 84 year old uh, yep. some questions. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, my experience from uh, interviewing these people that the doctor has failed and the cost for them to reset their driver's yeah. licence, bearing in mind that we're pensioners and a lot of us are not rich pensioners. We are relying, so- relying solely on our um, pension and to find that we've got to pay another $400 to undergo a driving test because you failed on the oral questions uh, and, and yet um, the people that I've gone around and interviewed uh, and gone for a drive with them and bearing in mind I'm speaking from experience here for the last 10 years after retiring from the police I was a driver testing officer so um, I've tested thousands of people and I've gone out with these people that the doctor has failed because they're showing early signs of Alzheimer's, but mm. they actually, mm. um, when they're behind the wheel, they're very confident. Mm. But yeah. to answer, 
some questions like five things that you might have for breakfast and then they do the eye chart, then they come back and ask you to repeat those five things backwards and because they then get tongue-tied, they then lose points and then they have to be retested. So what's your prevention view on that, James? My prevention view on that is it pays to do things that keep you sharp, you know. Um, do things that are, are new, keep your brain fresh, <laughs> and um, don't give up any of the things you, you love doing, and that, that will make you feel young and be young, you know, for a longer period of time. Um, the rest of it comes down to a case-by-case example, and I don't know all the specific cases you're talking about, you know. No. Um, for some people, it might have been the right judgment call, and for others, it, it might not have. Yes, so I, I, know, I, some I, people I, would just get so nervous in a given situation they would find it hard to. That, that is right, James. In one of the cases, the um, uh, you had a testing officer, the driving instructor, and the um, person from the hospital board sitting in your car. Well, that straight away for a, a person 80 or 86 in my case, uh, that would be very traumatic uh, for that yeah, person and very stressful to have all those yeah. people where they normally drive by themselves. So, yeah. you know, it it's, wants to be actually looked into because uh, people are now becoming stressed before. I'm getting phone calls from stressed members that they're coming up to their age where they've got to go in and reapply apply for their driver's licence. So, um, you know, this is what's going to be the next question to you, stress and traumatic. Well, I've experienced that. How do you pre- ask people to prevent that when they know they've got to come for a retest or uh, a reapply for their 82, 84, 86, etc. driver licence? Um, I would say practice as much as possible and identify your weaknesses too. So if you feel quite confident as a driver but you're not going to feel confident when there's lots of other things going on in your car and somebody's, you know, examining your driving and, and that sort of thing. Maybe do a few practice runs with friends there, you know? Yeah, that's a good um, idea. I never thought and, of that. And they can give you some tips. They might say, oh, perhaps you should have checked your mirrors more or perhaps you should have done this. And they're the same kind of tips that, you know, somebody would give a young driver or a friend to a friend or often my wife gives me those kind of tips while I'm driving, you know? Yes, I I, I know all about that. I have a wife similar that tells me you're going too fast or you forgot to signal. So, yes, I know. So that's a good idea. Thank you for that. Yeah. Now, also for some people, um, you know, like they, they might really hate the idea of not being able to drive anymore, even if it might be the right, you know, decision. Um, decision. And yeah. I know that can be horrific for people. My, my own father um, found it really hard to give up his license. He, he loved it, but he was at the stage where he was in a wheelchair and he had to get assistance to get into the wheelchair. So I was quite relieved. Um, and he was also very slow even to pick up a TV remote or something, right. you know. So when he said, oh, I'm no longer allowed to have a driver's license, I actually felt relieved for other road <laughs> because I wouldn't want him to be in charge of a vehicle when a kid runs out in front of it, you know. I, um, I, I go along with that, um, um, James, and and uh, one of the instances that I was involved in, yes, uh, I had to get the daughter to come through from Masterton and uh, 
talk with her mother and in the end of the day uh, for the little bit of driving she was doing uh, we have two driving and uh, people driving Miss Daisy and, and Monique driving for you which um, she would still have plenty of money left over when she sold her 19 uh, her 2021 20, uh, um, Suzuki car so yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, there is um, uh, reasons for it. Um, but um, now I must congratulate your team on the water safety one that you got presently on TV. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, we get a laugh out of that, and and, and of course, um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was brought to my attention, and that was um, done by ACC uh, Prevention. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, what other ones have you going to have coming on, other than oh, just we'll, the water we'll safety? We'll have a range of things in the future. Um, right now, in fact, we've got a, a few handy tips for people who are going to be doing DIY projects. So, in about a week from now, if you're looking on YouTube and looking at a how-to video, there'll be some safety tips from ACC there as well before you see your video. Um, and we've got a few radio ads as well, just saying, hey, remember to have a hum and... and think about how you can do things safely so that, you know, you don't cause all these flow-on effects for such a huge range of people in your life. Um, yeah, so, like, there's always going to be more things coming out of the pipeline. Um, someday in the future, we may have activity um, about other things, like at-home injuries or, um, you know, like violence. Violence is another form of preventable injury. There are far too many injuries in New Zealand that are a result of um, assaults. Right. So we don't have to harm each other. No, you know? no. No, I agree, and, and it was amazing when I saw the article on TV about um, people cutting an avocado. I didn't realise the number of ACC injuries cr- created by just cutting or breaking a simple avocado apart. Yeah, and once again, the same thing applies. Step back, think of the safest way to do it, and then do it. Don't just get stuck in, you know. It's not sensible to hold it in your hand and, and push really hard with a knife because it could go through the avocado and into your own artery, you know? That, that, that's right. And, you know, one, one didn't realise that, and I've opened and cut up many of avocados, but not how I saw it being done on the TV programme. But this goes yeah. back to this um, item four that I've got there, is your better understanding of uh, injury and ACC. Can you just um, give us a bit of um, uh, something on that for us, uh, James? Yeah, sure. I, I, context is everything, eh? Information is everything too. So it pays for people to know where the risks are and what they can do to avoid them. So I've looked at some data for people living in the Napier and Hastings district. Yes. Um, and I'll just give you some facts. So the home is where most people in the Hawke's Bay are li- most likely to get injured. So even though we all feel, well, we're lucky enough to feel comfortable in our own home, hopefully most people do, you know, um, they are actually a dangerous place to be because we spend so much time there. Um, if you look at um, the data for the period between July 2020 and June 2021, ACC covered over 40,000 injuries to people who were injured at home in those two districts. So that's 40,000 injuries, you know. From wow, that's incredible. Two. Yeah, and, and the costs were well over $50 million. Um, there were some flow-on effects too. So because people are getting injured at home, they can't go to work. 
Um, same with if they get injured elsewhere, you know, playing sports or out and about. You know, I think there were like well over like in the thousands of um, days moss production in um, Hastings and Napier districts as well for that same period of time. So you've got employers, you know, and their employee can't be there because they're injured. And then you've got to spread the load across the rest of your team. You know, that's, that's a bad thing as well. So um, most likely to get injured at home, um, playing sports or in a commercial property setting. So that's probably while you're working. This is in the Hawke's Bay. Um, those injuries were most frequently caused by slips, trips and falls. So losing your balance as well as lifting things and twisting in weird ways. And like I said, um, unfortunately, violence also contributes to a a significant um, proportion of the preventable injuries Um, in all parts of Aotearoa, not not just the beautiful Hawke's Bay, Um, but that's, you know, a a major contributor as well. Right, that's very interesting, and I've just been given the... uh, um, sign there that we've got uh, three minutes uh, to uh, uh, go. So can you just finish off with um, uh, some weird, weirdly advice to our members to keep them injured free? Yeah, I sure can. So to stay injury free, take the time to have a hunt, you know, to step back and think about what you're about to do, what the risks could be, and then choose to do the things safely. You know, there's a really high chance you're pretty much an expert at doing what you're about to do. So just remind yourself of the safe way to do it before you get stuck in. Don't rush in. Um, The other thing you can do is, um, if you haven't signed up already, um, you might want to Google Live Stronger for Longer. What that is, is a program funded by ACC, and it is in the Hawke's Bay, and it helps people to retain their like their core strength and build their balance abilities as well. And if you can balance better in a range of settings and you can keep your strength, then you're far likely to be able to, you know, help yourself. You know, and you'll be far less likely to have a fall or a slip or any of those other things that can lead to pretty serious, you know, trauma. Right. So that's a really good idea as well. So you'll be taught by experts in how to sort of work on your core strength, how to maintain your balance, and then you can keep doing the things you love for longer, and that's what we want everybody to do. Um, So those are two tips, really. All right. Thank you very much, uh, James, for coming on air and sharing uh, your knowledge with um, ACC Injury Prevention. I thank you very much for your time. It's been lovely. Cheers. Thanks. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.